welcome back to a new episode of For the Love of Weather podcast, where we discuss all things weather and how they can impact our daily lives. We hope, like always, you leave this episode loving the weather just that little bit more. Hello, my name is Gemma. Hello, my name is Ashley. And we are here with a very special guest today. Now, myself and Gemma are always talking about the tiny little weather world that we live in. So when we invited our guest on today, it turns out we both know this guest really well. So we're kind of scrapping over who knows them best. It's true. You said, oh, we should, I really like to have my friend on. And I was like, hang on a minute. I went I to uni with that person. That's a small world. <laughs> it is, we're like t- two degrees of freedom. But today we are so, so thrilled to introduce the gorgeous Charlie Powell. Charlie, welcome to the episode. Thank you for having me. What, a, what an intro. Oh, well, Charlie, I'm just, I'm just telling it like it is, you know, it's, it's the truth. <laughs> it's not. Charlie paid Ash to say all of that before we came yeah. on air. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's in the post, it's in the post, but that's true. We, we, we both sort of go back quite a long way, don't we? Um, yeah. I was racking my brains, Gemma, thinking, didn't we make a board game about the weather? We did. I was trying to think of that the other day of what, what, what business we put together it was such a good board game it was really good it was good I was I was always worried that secretly you may well have taken that idea and now become a millionaire no I can't say I didn't think of that (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like such a good game I don't know why there isn't a board game out there for weather we are listen I've said it now. I need to patent this. This is missing a trick. A weather game in the UK. That's well, we, amazing. We made, did we actually made, did we make a, a version, like some yeah. kind of concept of it? But I, I don't know where it's gone. And we went into a school to test it as well because it was oh, angry yeah. kids. This yeah. seems uh, awesome. <laughs> memories. Somebody needs to, somebody needs to drag that back up. You, that 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 sounds amazing. I'm, I'm probably in that. a cupboard somewhere. Someone <laughs> gathering dust somewhere. <laughs> so I was gonna find him one day and be like, oh, I'll, I'll check under the stairs after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just tell you a little bit about Charlie. Charlie now works for ITV. He's also a daddy. We we sometimes share parenting tips, which is normally um goes along the lines of nobody actually knows what they're doing. So good luck with that, and I hope you got some sleep. <laughs> But Charlie works at ITV, but you have had a pretty varied career. But Charlie, before we start, the one thing that we absolutely love knowing, just because we just can't get enough of it, is when was that first spark, that first interest in, do you know what? I think maybe I would like to work in the weather or something that was like, this this interests me. Or, you know, before that thought kind of evolved, what, tell us about it. For me... It was, oh, it was not the most original of, of, of things. It was an evening. Um, I would have been around maybe 15, 14, 15 years old and was just staring at my bedroom window at a thunderstorm. And that was it. And I just, I was, I was sort of, I think most of us are, aren't we? But, you know, you, they're, they're kind of rare in the UK to get a good thunderstorm. So mm. when one really kicks off, you're just sort of there thinking, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, and it, it just kind of got me thinking a little bit about the sky the atmosphere the you know the, the world i suppose in some way and just how huge it is and how uncontrollable it is and mm. how it's probably the last thing that the human race will ever have any control over you know we, we can't we can't touch it we can't do anything with it we could just observe it and try and figure out what it might do next and I, I, there's something about that i really liked 
that's like such a yeah. massive thought for such a young person that's really quite deep i peaked early <laughs> It's really interesting I as well because really I've never that. thought of it. Yeah, I've, never, yeah, thought of it like I've never thought of it like that before. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, and, and and that's 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 kind of that's that's sort of what it was. I don't I don't know why from there then I kind of went into doing what I was doing, but it it, 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 it certain that was the spark that certainly paved the way. Mm. Um so to think now that I'm you know able to stand up for a you know couple of minutes a, a day and, and and talk about that sort that very thing. Yeah, brilliant, ideal. Yeah, it is. It's you could just it's just non-stop. You could just constantly talk about it like every single day there's just always something new to talk about isn't there every I, weather I, every weather pattern kind of the same but not the same I, I do frequently and the newsroom I can see them rolling their eyes at me uh, <laughs> yeah. so like, bless, you need to give me an extra minute today and there's this really exciting thing happening yeah, yeah. no no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Charlie tell us then your journey so this was like uh, GCSE's era yeah, this what happened was, next? What happened next? What happened next? Well, this was that's that was oh gosh, that was twenty years ago, wasn't it? Oh, that's Charlie, a long don't time. Don't be giving away your age. Um, okay, it was forty years ago. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> after <laughs> after that, uh, then it was it was it was just sort of trying to focus on a way that I could get to do something with the weather. So yeah, GCSE time, it was essentially geography was anything on offer, but it was all physical geography, as much to do about the kind of the earth and the atmosphere as, as I could do. And that went on to A-levels, geography again, a few other sciences, uh, geography at university, funnily enough, and where I met Gemma during the meteorology degree, the, the master's degree after that. We so, had yeah, a very long... similar um, similar journey, I think, into it actually. Yeah, but yes, that's right. But your first, your undergrad wasn't Birmingham, was it, Jim? No, I went to no. Reading. Reading, I thought so. I thought so. But I did geography there. I did physical geography. Yeah, same. Um, and it, it it was it, it was sort of that point where I thought, oh, if I really want to get a job in this, I don't think geography is going to be enough. And mm. maths wasn't strong. Um, in any sense, any shape or form, you know, it's, it's much more of a kind of a an art student sort of floundering in a science um, background, I suppose. Uh, and so, yeah, to, to, to do that, then I thought I need some sort of edge. And that's where the meteorology degree came in. Um, and then it was off to the Met Office. So, yeah, a few, a few of the jobs and went for various interviews and what have you all around the UK and then uh, ended up in Exeter. Um, so where are you from? Uh, I am from Hampshire. Ooh. As in, that's that's where I was born and grew up. Mm. My parents and family were all from the West Midlands, mm. um, and so somewhere between the two is this sort of muddy mix of of no real accent, um, <laughs> except except that I don't say things like bath and grass and all that sort of stuff. It's very right. sort of soft soft A's. Yeah. Do you know what the thing for me is though? I the further north you go, I can distinguish between the accents. The further south you go, I don't. There's a quite, yeah. You know, I, I, it's tricky for me to pick out who's. Yeah, but, but like, the only one maybe I could is like, like a Birmingham one that twang. I could uh-huh. possibly pick that out, but otherwise, well, I think once you get below. What, what about French? That's quite easy, isn't it? That's quite far south. Can be a bit tricky to pick up that spell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not like, I don't know, like, although, Gemma, you've got an East London accent, so. Oh, I, I like to think that my accent's quite, quite neutral. No. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't at all. <laughs> I like my accent. I'm fine with it. I, I was thinking I, about this the other day and I was thinking, 
I really struggle with the word hail. I was thinking about this today. Yeah. When I'm saying the word hail, I yeah. have to really think about it. Because if I'm saying it every day, hail, it's like hail, hail. a bit of hail. You've got, you got to remember the L at the end, don't you? I know. I forget the L all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. That's just after actually making me think that I really struggle to say channel, channel islands. Hmm. Okay. I, I do. Anyway, yeah, the L, channel islands. Anyway. I really have to be like very thoughtful when I'm saying that, especially if it was on a broadcast channel. I'll answer. Channel Islands. Mm, bit of a tongue twister. I can't say I've ever struggled with that one before. Yeah, there we go. Mm. There we go. Yeah. So you made it to the Met Office, but and you did quite a few little bits and pieces when you were there. So, so aside from all your forecasting, and I know yeah. how much of a talented forecaster you are. I mm. yeah, you mm. are. You're, you're was, pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty amazing forecaster. <laughs> But you've actually got a lot of hobbies, haven't you? Yeah, so that's, that's right. Yeah, so aside from um, yeah, aside, aside from that sort of thing, the science bit, um, the rest of the time was sort of spent just trying to be outdoors as much as possible. Certainly, when I first moved down, you know, where the Met Office is in, in the UK is just surrounded by moorland and hills and coasts and sea and and you're sort of swap for choice in quite a small area so there's a lot to see and do there yes yeah, so, so there was a lot a lot of that was sort of outside and, and walking exploring and meeting the you know the same guys on the course in the Met office and doing stuff with them um otherwise though it was the, the, the sort of two main ones are music along the lines of piano guitar a bit of singing uh, singing mainly in the shower, you know, but the, the other two um, slightly, slightly um, less hidden, uh, and photography, which I like as well, and that's that's sort of just been a, a a thing that not not with a fancy pants camera, but just on my just on my telephone, it's been something that I've just sort of enjoyed doing. So there's sort of two little releases really. Mm, but you've kind of turned your photography stuff into a little bit more on Instagram, haven't you? Yeah, it has it has become sort of a a bit of. Um, well, not a niche as such, but it certainly follows a pattern. So it, it, it's all to do with sort of weathery bits. There was a, a time where there was sort of like a, a cloud spotters kind of guide. Mm. And that was trying to trying to get photos of different clouds together and overlay them with a word and make it look a little bit arty again. Just sort of try and get interest in, in what you're looking at. And loads, loads of people have sort of done cloud spotting guides. It's just a sort of slightly different take on it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it always has a certain way of, of having some kind of explanation to it. But yeah, I suppose over the last couple of years, it's got a little bit more kind of arty and pretentious, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, we just sort of start experimenting with things and, and finding different yeah. ways to, to show, show things off and different angles and, and what have you. Yeah. Um, but also you're sort of doing the weather means that you understand a little bit about what time of day is particularly good or, you know, what happens if you if you take a picture into the sun versus with the sun behind you. And, you know, so it, it, it makes you think about things in a different way yeah yeah it's interesting actually everything that you're you're sort of talking about and telling us is all about trying to tell other people about us so explain about it so it kind of makes sense that you've ended up in your presenting role so do you want to tell us a bit about that leap I will do I will do it, it it's it sort of started at a point about halfway through the Met Office career so that was sort of 2008 to 2018 really so it's a decade I've just started dabbling in a few videos they were just starting to to kind of dip, dip the toe into kind of videos about you know why does it rain and why is it cold and when does it snow and all that sort of thing and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time for that and did, did a few did a few things there 
And then more and more, you just sort of start thinking, oh, I quite enjoy this. Mm. I wonder if there's anything in this or is this just a sort of flash in the pan, you know, a bit, a bit of fun? Because I always sort of thought I'd, I want to do weather, but I want to be behind the scenes, but I would quite happily be behind the scenes in a media world. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there was there were stints at the BBC before that. There were stints mm. at ITV before that as well, as a forecaster, not as a, a kind of a, a presenter or broadcaster. And then, as a job came up, the right time, the right place, um, both in my career and geographically, mm. um, and I could not go for it by that point. And so, in June, July, twenty eighteen, that was it. The change was made sort of yeah it's just changed from 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 behind the camera to in front of it but a bit more regularly I suppose total assets so lucky yeah it, so it, lucky. Really, it really was I, you know I, I'd sort of chipped away a little bit over six seven years something like that yeah. um to a point where I thought okay and people were people were telling me kind of you you know you, you should look into this and not just sort of friends and family who are biased and sort of have to say nice things about you it was, it was sort of other, other people in the industry saying have yeah. you ever thought about actually doing this and me being me sort of brushed it off and thought, no, 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 could possibly. But it's yeah. a great confidence boost though, to be told by oh, colleagues yeah. or other people in the industry to say, actually, you should really consider this, seriously consider it. Yeah, that's right. It it, it, it really it really was. And I wouldn't have done it if, if it wasn't for them. I don't think I really wouldn't have done it. Do you know really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I feel really yeah, sad thinking that. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe you would. I'd actually, like, I'm a bit shocked. I'm like, no, don't say that. But it it's, I, 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 just, I, just, I, you know, I just kind of think, oh, I was, you know, I was having a bit of fun with it. And that's probably all I thought hmm. it would ever, ever be. Just know, knowing how difficult and, and competitive those jobs can be. Hmm. Um, it just goes to show, though, when you, I mean, you know, folks, we're not going to lie, science doesn't pay. <laughs> huge big box but there is something to be said for like so don't get me wrong we all want to stay in bed in the morning but I never not want to go to work and I've never not wanted to go to work I love going to work yeah if I if I'd have wanted to be wealthy I would be in a job I didn't enjoy yeah I think that's that's the sort of the sort of simplicity of it yeah. Um, you know, without getting all silly and vulgar about it, but actually there's so much more enjoyment to be had about being able to go to work and, and talk about something or be the go-to person. I quite like that as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, someone totally. in, in the newsroom says, Oh, what's what's this thing I've seen about this, you know, funnel cloud or something? And you go, Oh yeah, yeah, talk about that. It's, it's really satisfying. Yeah, because you, you are know? the expert in your newsroom. So there's only one of you <laughs> yeah. out of a newsroom. So do you wanna uh, maybe just explain a little bit about how newsroom works? Yeah, gosh, they're, they're busy old places. Um, and it's weird because as the weather presenter, you're not a journalist. Although, you know, you might have some background and you know how to tell a story, but not necessarily in the same way as actually going out and, and, and physically finding out the nuts and bolts or something. Um, so, yeah, the, the newsroom is, 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 is busy. It's, it's this mm-hmm. sort of hive of, oh, depending on how, you know, where you work, sort of 20 or 30 people all doing different, different little jobs. And, you know, it's, it's a bit like um, a bit like an anthill, you know, everyone is sort of the same, but they've all got their little, little, little jobs to do. And, and by the end of, you know, seven, eight, nine hours, you have this half an hour TV program that's chock full of stuff and then bookended by, by you know, by a weather presenter sort of chatting about something that's happened. Hopefully, usually something which is sort of quite positive and uplifting and, and interesting. But of course, there are 
times when you have to kind of put on that journalistic hat and yeah go and talk about flooding or drought or climate change or something like that so you know it's uh it's, it's not a lot of goofing around but it does feel like a very fun role i must admit being the person obviously the person in the newsroom that is the go-to person for the weather do you ever feel the pressure then when people come to you and you're expected to know the answer yeah, every day every day it's the, the idea that um and it and ne- never to the point of being stressful but there is an assumption that you'll just you'll just know everything and i don't know if you find this on social media as well very similar sort of thing there you know mm. i've got all these colleagues who are still forecasting now and still doing the kind of nitty-gritty stuff that i've sort of left behind in in with you know with the best way in the world who are way more qualified to answer these sort of questions but you kind of think oh, okay well, I, 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 I better go for it but if i can't i'll just say I, I don't know i will have to find out and get back to you it's that age-old thing you know you're I'm sure your teachers and things you said at the school didn't they you always sort of mm. try and catch them out oh sir miss what's this thing mean yeah and rather than sort of just try and bluff your way through it i you know so I think there are, there are times when, when you do feel it. And the thing I like was if I do know the answer, I kind of surprise myself because it's, it's still in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I learned this, you know, 10 whatever years ago and it's still there. Or you yeah, know, yeah. If, if it isn't, you can, you can make sense, but you can work it through with some sort of scientific brain, which is mm. quite nice as well. That's sort of very satisfying. I do find yeah. it um, easier with someone who may have touched off the weather in their time in the newsroom. So for example, one of my... <laughs> all-time favorite love-hate questions is I've got an out I need to especially actually during this year in particular I've got an interview at three is it going to shower oh yeah it's going to rain so you know which first of all it's like well where's your interview uh what window do you have to record it yeah uh where are you traveling from do you you know <laughs> it's like there's a hundred a hundred questions that actually come, come come how long is it going to be how important is it yeah. were they interviewed by somebody else beforehand uh or are they you know or maybe they're elderly and they don't have a you know they can't be outside in the cold or they can't get wet or something you know something I, the, like that the, the, the one that gets me is i'll say oh I did, I did this um did this story a couple of weeks ago and it was sunny so you know w- will it be okay if i go back and do it today or what's, or what's that? Um, uh, what, what from a continuity perspective? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's always an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. I've, I've had a couple where they want a really nice sunrise, so that's quite a nice one to get your teeth yeah. into. If you it's the of, day before, though, because like you know, if it's a weather front, you know, throw that three hours either side, oh, you know, no. three days ahead. Nothing yeah. in a global sense. Everything in the or yeah. or drone footage. You know, Oof. what are the winds? What are the winds going to be next? Wednesday you're like well, yeah. it's Friday uh, <laughs> you know what height are you flying where are you where, going where, what, where are you going where are you flying what, yeah exactly anyway uh I'd love yeah. I'd love have you had have you had a go with a, with one of the drones either I have my own actually oh, oh, I've got my own actually I do <laughs> I do I've got my own drone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't get which chance to use it actually to be honest because anytime I take it out um I'm rarely on my own and, yeah, okay. and you know so I normally have little people just wanting to yeah know, wanting to grab it and stuff but I do oh, have pl- I have plans for it and I've had plans for it since I got oh, it sure. but sure. um we have been scuppered a little bit this year by Ooh, my company yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, so I do I love but I love drone footage I mean you know what more could you want you've literally got a semicircle of the sky yeah 
to look at like so for me I'm like well it doesn't matter when this thing goes up I'm just going to enjoy it even if it's a night sky <laughs> like you know and it's just it's you know it's, it's a totally different view and, and again a lot of the stuff you get from there is that it's maybe not the most original of things but you mm. just never get to see it it never, just doesn't bore me like yeah I don't know I don't know it is it is original though it's, it's just so every sky is so different isn't it yeah you know? in that sense but but and, and some things are, sort of just, are just meant to be seen from above mm. aren't they yeah, you know, be, the amount of locations that you know that you go to if you know if you sent out to do the weather somewhere live, yeah. and it's like I don't know a formal garden or or, or something you know something like that, and you, while you're there, you think, oh, this is really neat and tidy air, yeah, it's quite nice, and then you see what it looks like from above, and you go, oh gosh, yeah. you can almost you can almost imagine the the kind of the design of what they what they were thinking about however many yeah. hundreds of years ago, yeah. um, and it's now sort of being unlocked in a in a, a much much easier fashion, isn't it? Yeah. Speaking of outside broadcasts. Hmm. Gemma, do you want to go for this one? I was just going to say, do you enjoy them to start off with? Do you enjoy your outdoor, outdoor broadcasts? Much more, much more. Uh, okay, you haven't got the security blanket of a, a studio and and lights and you know and, and it, you know, but there's there's something nice about sort of being outside, being able to react to an environment that you're in, um, mm. experiencing the weather, and it's just a very it's a very different feel. I think if anything, if anything, I just feel a lot more um, comfortable. You know, you've not got a yeah. suit on, you've not got your cables everywhere, and and all that sort of thing. You know, a lot more free. You know, you can walk around and point stuff out. You know, it feels like much more like a normal conversation you'd have rather than standing in a studio and and sort of trying to look relaxed while you're talking to a a camera. Do you get a say in where you go, or do you get told where you're going for all of them? It's no, it's 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 a it's a good mix. Sometimes the newsroom okay. has an idea, and they'll say, "Oh, this has been really great." Uh, and sometimes I'll spot something, you know, the, for example, there's a, a garden festival coming up, I think sometime in mid-June, it's not too far away, which is always a really good one to go to. So you just sort of pop it on the calendar and say, oh, this is quite nice. You put a little flag up and say, oh, I've seen this coming up in a couple of weeks. What do you reckon? Yeah, sure. We'll go at that. So it's, it's a bit of both, really, but there's a lot of flexibility. And I've never, I haven't been sent to a place yet where I thought, oh, I'm not going back there. They've all been. Oh, really? All, That's been, good. They've all been really nice. You know, it's yeah. it's actually it's pretty incredible. Like the more you go places, everyone has a press officer, so you generally, you know, there's you generally know exactly where you need to go. There's somebody there to deal with you. They understand the time constraints that are mm-hmm. that you're under because you might not get there till. Well, for me, I would possibly would might not get there until three or four o'clock. So really close to broadcast time. You're trying to like figure everything out, figure out your mm. questions, and you may not have had a chance to properly research. But everyone has a press officer, and they're all amazing. Yeah, they're but, just yeah. brilliant, you know. So you're kind of—I definitely noticed a big change in that. They get it, and yeah. my my thing this year has been to try and get to these locations a lot earlier than than I usually be able to, <laughs> where possible, just so you have time to kind of. I know. just suss it out and soak yeah. it in and, and, and talk to the people and build some sort of rapport so that if you do end up talking to someone there who you've met you know it's not just you haven't just sort of just rattled up and then you've got to sort of ask these yeah. questions and what have you it's a, it's, a, it's a lot nicer it doesn't always work but but so far this year and I know this year's been a bit odd because we haven't been out so much but it's just yeah it's, it's just makes the whole thing a lot more, more yeah enjoyable. yeah for sure so your outside broadcast what has been your best one so far monster trucks oh wow oh Oh, yeah where was that monster trucks uh it was at uh a uh it was a very very famous internationally famous um festival called truck fest yeah um and i love that uh, name 
oh, it just conjures up all sorts of images, doesn't it? And I, I interviewed probably some huge stars. I had no idea who they were, but they were from, <laughs> it was, it was one of the, you, you know, these um, kind of uh, Australian truckers and ice road truckers and all those sorts of programs that are on yes! things like Discovery. And yeah. It was one of those. So it was, oh, it was one, one, of the, one of the drivers from, from there who was this, oh, to say effervescent was, was not doing him justice right. really. He was like a volcano of enthusiasm and, uh, and someone else from uh, this really old dude, bless him. He must've, he must have been, I don't know, really 70s or 80s, but he was sort of driving these great big um, land trains in, yeah. in the outback. And uh, both both fascinating. I'm like, what was the festival doing in the Southwest? Uh, they travel round. So they, right, okay. they do about, it didn't used to do that much, but they sort of do about half a dozen or so in you know, different showgrounds around the UK. Um, all about that. And, but yeah, so I got to, got to interview these guys in the back of a monster truck, as you do. I just... I'm well, Jill. Oh, yeah. That sounds amazing. I would love yeah. to talk to them, guys. It was Just... slightly deafening, uh, as you can imagine. <laughs> You're in, the, in this in this pickup section while you've got, I don't know, some wild V8 or V12. I don't know, goodness knows what, well, they, what they run. I was trying to hear your gallery. <laughs> you know, revving up to goodness knows how many thousands. It, honestly, it was, yeah. it, but it was, yeah, it was, yeah, that was a whole different experience. So that that's a, that's a standout. And that was in, the sort of first six months of the job as well. Oh, amazing. You know, really Gold, golden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you, you remember a couple of those ones, don't you? That are sort of just a bit strange, a bit out there. What about something that's gone horribly wrong? Well, I think, I think on most days, something will trip me up. And most days it's going to be a, you know, a word or a, you know, I, w- I went through a phase of saying rather than, ice crystals when talking about cirrus cloud or what have you i couldn't get out of my head that they were crysticles which if you weren't really paying attention at the time could have sounded like something else <laughs> that would have been a lot worse and nothing to do with the weather so I, yeah I, I don't know i don't know what it was outside on location i think a lot of t- oh i tell you which one it was this was a, um, a flower festival. It was in Taunton, and, it, and it's, it's gorgeous when you're there. But when it <laughs> when it came to doing the weather section, it was sort of towards the end of the day, and that's when they kind of wrap things up and have their big sort of arena shows and all this sort of thing. And as I was trying to talk about some part of the forecast, the um, the bagpipe band came on. They're the pipers. <laughs> yes, I, and I. Oh, I mean, wonderful. But, you know, there's there's about, I don't know, 60 or 70 of these guys on, you know, full tilt with these yeah. pipes. And I couldn't, I couldn't hear, I couldn't hear a thing. I missed cues. I, and my earpiece fell out after a while because I was sort of trying to push it back in and it popped out. And it was one of those ones. And again, that was quite an early one. I thought, I don't know what to, so I just sort of, I had to sort of wing it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was. Did you watch was, it back? Did it look as, how did it look? Well, you, you know what? People always say, oh, you know, if it felt bad and you watch it back, it won't be. It'd never be as bad as it was. This was awful. <laughs> it Honestly, it was, it just felt awkward. And there was the bits where you're sort of like staring at the camera and your face is changing and pulling all sorts of weird body language. And so, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't the most enjoyable. Nor have been some of the, you know, when you sort of go out and report on these named storms. Mm, right. Oh, and the wind's 
blowing your hood all over the place and your microphone pops off it's halfway down the beach and yeah it, oh goodness all that's it's just it's just a little bit stressy I mean, that, that's great to be out in it but oh yeah i was just gonna say that's like my favorite thing i'm like there's a storm coming i'm like where am i going yeah Send me somewhere. But, but for me then when you're sort of fiddling with your earpiece or, or trying to get yeah, you know yeah, trying to get sure. all your cables somewhere hidden you basically got to get undressed in mm. 70 mile an hour gale you know? oh. I think the hardest thing actually just with any outside broadcast is just if you get cold and actually yeah. like it makes you appreciate as well that even if the weather is relatively temperate like you know like let's say there's you know between even 10 or 12 degrees mm. but if you are standing outside in that exposed even at 10 or 12 degrees if once you get cold or your fingers get cold that's it because we we do two programs a day don't we? So if we if we're sent somewhere with a location that, that works for both for, for whatever reason, yeah, you've got that hour in the middle. And it's not like you're so walking cold. around no. or on a hike yeah. or doing something to keep you just standing there. And yeah. you're right. So honestly, they might, or they might trying to do something on your phone oh. for a social media and you're like, no, no, my, phone, yeah. my digits aren't working. Exactly. Oh, I'll just I'll just check see what that temperature was. And by the time you get to use your it's like it's like you're yeah. using a foot to operate your phone. <laughs> no, honestly um yeah so that's uh, the amount of gear that i bought as well thermal wellies never thought i'd need those oh, oh i didn't even, I didn't even know, know they were them though oh, oh listen you have to this this is no longer this the podcast well. this was worth it just for this for the love of fashion um <laughs> but yeah thermal wellies they are um they're a godsend so Emma, nice. we got it's it. So amazing. Yeah. They've only got a little, you know, it's, it's like um a wetsuit type thing. It's not like sheepskin in there or anything, you know. So it's mm. so it's obviously it's waterproof. But yeah, there have been times and I've been I've been uncomfortably warm in them. Wow. I am going on. I hate having cold feet. Dreamy. Really hate them. So I am after this podcast is over, I'm Googling. Mm. googling them straight away yeah worth sure. every penny are you are you a, a cold feet then you are cold sort of person Gemma is that your is that your extremities for you Gem? yeah my hands and feet are always seem to be cold especially my feet and if yeah. my feet get cold it's really hard to warm up so I've, I've been known to wear like three pairs of socks mm. that's yeah. that's normal that's standard yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it, it's it's once happens then you gotta you gotta drive home yeah, and warm. And you, you know, you, you, you can can't... take off all the socks and the like the the <laughs> and the wellies. You can take them all off. <laughs> sometimes you're just you're just so eager to get into the car, and then your nose oh. will start running in the heat. And, you know, you oh. don't you don't actually make yourself comfortable for the drive because you might still be like, oh, Is that, yeah, oh, exactly. And you can't feel the pedals and oh. yeah. <laughs> still, I'm an advocate for safe driving. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, outside outside broadcasts definitely definitely prefer them. Do you do yeah. two lives a day, or do you do more than that? Well, do well, goodness. I mean, in terms of broadcasts, quite a lot, no less than twelve or sixteen or something like that. But in terms of ones that are within a, a news program, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's two. Depending on the re- depending on how big the region is, really. Okay. Um, you know, so for for Ash, you know, the, the whole of East Anglia is you know difficult to cover it in one go. And the mm. same, so the West Country goes from the Isles of Scilly up to Gloucestershire and across mm. to Wiltshire. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a big. big old patch. Yeah, and the weather yeah. varies so much over that yeah, patch as well. Of course. Well, to think about the last couple of days, you know, yeah. it's just it, some people have just like the weekend just gone. It didn't stop raining on Sunday. Mm. Whereas a few people I spoke to said, oh, it was all right the weekend, wasn't it? 
Actually, well, I think it was over the weekend I was looking at the radar and Cornwall was just in this, the cold front had cleared it and it was just in this wedge of sunshine, like glorious sunshine and it was tipping it down. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and that's, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's varied, not just in the, in the area, but sometimes from, you know, across the counties, as, as is the wear weather. Do you like to include the science behind the weather in your shows as well? Mm, all the time where I can, um, just just to give a, an inkling as to what it means, or, or you know, or, or break it down into a way that someone can go, oh yeah, okay. Mm. So, but using some kind of everyday object. So this 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 is not my idea. I, st- I stole this from uh, uh, from one of the the kind of top dog chief forecasters in the Met Office, who would who would describe the jet stream as like a vacuum cleaner whereby it once it's over the top of an area of low pressure or something mm, it kind of just it. removes the air from inside it and that's what lowers the pressure effectiveness or deepens it so if you can imagine that and someone anyone can imagine a vacuum cleaner mm, it's a great, uh, a great so one it's, uh, just yeah, something like that so that's that's what that's what i'll try and do so mm. i'll get this idea think how am i going to tell the story what do i need to make graphically to sort of support that mm. and then the last thing what can i make it sound like um yeah. it's not always easy but you know I think I it's like important that. as well to give some context as well and to explain it in a way which is relatable as well. We use meteorological language all of the time of without even thinking about it sometimes. Yeah. But then yeah. when you're talking to someone else, they'll be like, oh, I don't, I don't really understand what you're trying to say. And you say, oh, actually, if I say it in this way, they can yeah. understand it so much easier. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever used the um, the the pan of boiling water to try and describe showers, showers. That's, all, that's always a good yeah. one i use popcorn which I popcorn nice. recently which, yeah which which seeds got to go first yeah exactly. or marbles all... dropping marbles onto a uh, onto a map or something where exactly they're gonna drop yeah I like that that's a good one um marbles the vacuum cleaner yeah. <laughs> so many popcorn. i'm so glad we've all studied for so many yeah. years <laughs> well that's it isn't it you know it's, you spend sort of 10 12 years or what have you and then to, to try and describe how a cloud forms i did a time lapse of, a, of a, a glass of water with an ice cube in it and just watch the condensation form on the outside oh that's fabby but there you go you know 10 seconds work yeah. and you can just sort of say yeah. that's happening there that's basically yeah. happening up there but just on a bigger scale doing it is so much better i think like the mm. more i go through as well in my career i've mm. started to become a lot more visual with things yeah. I never oh yeah so visual but now I think it's such a great way to communicate the weather, but also mm. for myself to learn as well. If I'm trying to recap a teleconnection, which I've been trying to do recently, trying to mm, get hot yeah. on all the teleconnections, visually, I can understand that so much better than some text that explains mm. it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and the same as well. For, for me, it's it's trying to describe those days. When, you, when you're talking about like, oh, it's going to be overcast and misty and drizzly, you kind of think, okay, well, what does that actually look like? Will it look like that tomorrow or the next day? And then if the answer is no, you kind of think, oh, okay, how else can I describe it? You know, so you try and because we spend so much time looking at the weather from above as one great big sheet, you know, one great big moving thing. Whereas for everyone else that's listening, they're just interested in one location. Yeah, you know, that's so yeah. True. You know looking at it from the, the ground up, thinking, well, you know, what's what's happening? Where is even, this rain? Even to this day, it really bugs me that I, I don't have more access to tachygrams. Mm yeah like as in i'm like but what does that what does what does where's the where's the structure where's the structure so then i can describe the brightness you know like i yeah. i completely visualize things in teffy still well, that's that's, that's like, all what, you need isn't it when is when is that 
Clyde going to start to develop, which will tell me how big it might get. By the end yeah. of the day. <laughs> I know it's it's so nerdy, but that you can yeah. tell you can tell and visualize everything from a from a tephigram because you can just sort of picture where it's going to be and where the cloud base yeah. is going to be and you say how thick it's going to be and, and how yeah. the pressure how the pressure is changing how quickly the pressure is changing yeah. you know where it's changing i know what's the oh. wind doing with height you know? but then i think oh actually i'm really glad i don't have the stress of having to dig in out of them for like 200 foot cloud bases for a helicopter oh so exactly. like when's it when's actually, it gonna clear yeah basically what exactly is the gust going to be? 26 or 27? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Whereas now it's kind of like, it's going to be pretty breezy. A bit blustery. Exactly. Yeah. That'll do. Um, you have to start thinking of things in completely different ways though. Because obviously I went from energy and road forecasting. And I was yes, yeah. yeah. And that transition was really tricky because I used to work in those 100%. increments of these thresholds for wind gusts oh, and how gosh. much lightning there was going to yeah. be and then i started thinking actually what is the difference between a rather windy day or a windy day or a blustery day and do people actually when you say that to them do they actually say oh yeah today is a windy day today yeah. is a blustery day and you start thinking of things in a completely different way when you start moving into that sort of media side of uh, yeah, forecasting. That's right. Yeah, you yeah. start thinking 24 hours. So you're like, is it windier or cloudier or warmer yes. or milder than yesterday? And and because people don't remember two days ago, they've forgotten. They just know what they did yesterday morning or in the morning. But that's much, exactly. diff- much smaller time scale. Yeah, too, right. And that, that's that's all I'm asked at home. Is it going to be warmer than it was yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And that, that, you know, that's often at 6 a.m., you know, when the when the toddlers has woken up and you're kind of thinking, I don't know. I don't even know what, what I'm wearing today, <laughs> let alone. Yeah. So. Um, Speaking of your toddlers, oh. I love asking people how. I'm curious. I'm really curious. So I had children during my career as a forecaster. Uh, I wasn't doing night shifts at the time. I just went on to unpaid night shifts at the time once the voice came. But how how was having children for you? So you had your first one when you were in the Met Office? Yeah, he's six now. Um, no way yeah he oh is. my goodness so, uh, wow. yes six and a bit so yeah he was a oh. he was a, a, a 2014 baby so I was yeah I was still sort of thinking that's the job for me and yeah and doing shift work and, and trying, how did trying you find to, this how did how did that work out for you guys um how did you navigate it it's 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 tricky starting to begin with but then you know as babies are sort of sleeping all over the, all over the place it was it was sort of okay I remember a lot of people at work saying oh you do night shifts it'd be it'd be easy for you not getting any sleep at night and you sort of think yeah but I still could do with a bit of sleep yeah um, <laughs> god this doesn't matter when it is so most of most of the time it was it was sort of okay yeah. um I don't really remember an awful lot about it yeah. um because you know it seemed to be that that within five minutes he was away to nursery and oh. and that was it it yeah. was never an issue it, I mean, it, it was it was interesting kind of trying to trying to do the jobs and do the do the shift work and and sort of figure in how you would you would get them to these various places you know before and after work I, I, it's kind of without getting too philosophical about it it's kind of that thing that humans do very well you just sort of adapt to a change you know yeah. you look, look at mm. all of us over the last 12 months yeah and what, what we've had to adapt to you just kind of do it it's not always the nicest thing but now he's just sort of you know he's a he's a you know a little a little buddy a lot of language talks about stuff i remember the first the first time i was i was pushing him out the door to go to nursery and he and he sort of looked outside i don't know how old he was maybe two and a half three or something 
and he says, oh, daddy, it's foggy. It's foggy outside. Oh, oh, wow. When did you learn? When did you learn fog? And I'm so proud of you that it's a weather thing that you've talked about. I I still don't understand fog. How on earth? Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that sort of thing. So, you know, um, so, yeah, I don't push the weather, but I do sort of say, oh, you've got to look out the window. Look at this now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we yeah. uh, and, and he so he, he has a uh, some level of, of passion for it. I don't think it's quite the same as mine. Yeah. As he started asking you questions, because I get um voice notes and videos from uh, my friends' kids, which I cute. love getting. Yeah. And I have to explain, explain. the weather to them. No, I have to then take myself out of my mm. met head oh, and yeah. think, how can I explain this? And I really enjoy doing that. And I was wondering, do you have to do the same with your son? Yeah, well, to the point actually where I've done a couple of, of, of sort of um, uh, Zoom calls or hangouts, whatever you call them, um, at his school um, and at a few people at work as well, where it's just been an, an assembly. But it's, it's sort of a QA, and a and it's, it's yeah. all sorts of things. But a lot of the time, um, I, I, I did one for a, what would it have been, like a year eight or the eight years old. Either way, the questions were very advanced. I wasn't right. prepared for some of them. Really? I said, what's, what's, what's the worst flood that the UK's had? Off the oh, top of your head. And you go, oh, um, uh, I th- well, I think it would probably, you know, and so I was just sort of racking my brains as, as you know, to what it might be. I don't but, know. Yeah, what so was the worst? In what time I, frame? Maybe they got a castle event in recent that, years, That sort maybe? of thing. And, yeah. and two, 2007 flooding and Somerset yeah. levels. And that's the that, Other levels, sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's, you know, various, and it was, I found it sort of quite um, mm. educational for me. Yeah. It's the kind of thing that you, you never really think of at the moment. Yeah. And um, son's three, and he sent me a video the other day and said, "Why is it windy?" Oh, <gasps> oh my god, that I find that wind? Wind? what is wind? Like, yes. So then I had to think, okay, how do I explain this to what a three? The and there was a, a daughter's at six, and I was like, how do I explain this to a three and a six-year-old? And then I was like, really racking my brains, thinking, can I think of a really creative way to explain it? And it, I really, in the end, I was like, it's actually made me think of weather in a completely different way. Mm. Yeah. I, I use I, I normally do that by talking about balloons. So you've got this this small area which is under intensely high pressure, and if you were to pop it or let the air out, it's trying to move from that intensely high pressure to a, a lower pressure area, effectively. And so it's trying to balance itself out and somehow weave that into the idea that that's all wind is. It's just yeah. air moving around from from an you know from and pressure temperature. Yeah. The, you know? it's like the ideal gas law that's just weather there we go yeah that's true just here's a tephigram there you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. do i just laugh for that over your breakfast yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> and what about what about since your second one arrived so were you in you were in i was ITV, I, so no? itv then yeah so he's yeah. only just he's only just turned two. Oh, no not much kid. yeah oh. i know so uh so and he's he's totally different um, yeah yeah in yeah. terms of, but in, in in terms of sort of just into everything and climbing on stuff and, mm. and you know, he's... Well, you see, he has an older brother to see doing stuff, oh, you know, know. and yeah. he, they don't have the same attention. No, not at all. Mm. Um, so he's, he, he started using a couple of phrases over the last week where it has been so wet, you know, we look at the difference between April this year and, and May and it couldn't have been any any different, could it? But no. he said, he, he, he looked at the other day at, uh, we were, I don't know, having lunch or dinner or something, and he, he just sort of went chucking it down. Oh, that's so cute! <laughs> and I, I kind of thought, yeah, it is. 
Where on oh, earth have you heard? You know, the yeah, that they... just like burst in with pride. I'd have been like just delighted if one of my fellows said that. It was it was brilliant. Oh. It was brilliant. So um it's yeah, well uh we'll make scientists of them yet. We will indeed. That's mine. We keep on talking about it to them. Mine keep asking me why the moon or no, they keep saying to me now at the moment. First of all, they say, Mammy, the moon's not asleep. And now they're saying to me, it's not night time, it's morning time. I'm like, I know that's what you're saying to me, but I assure you it's night time. They say, no, mammy, no, mammy, the sun's out. (laughs) Right, Charlie, Gemma, shall we move on to our quick fire round? Let's do it. Okay, so. Are you ready, Charlie? I'm just going to have a little sip of water. I'm just going to wet my whistle. Prepare yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There's a mixture. Some of them are weather related. Okay. Um, we're not going to test you on any like equations or anything. Don't you worry about that. No, um, you're safe there. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know the answers to a lot of those questions at this stage anyway. I've forgotten it all. I wouldn't have a clue. No, <laughs> years ago, I've forgotten it now. Yeah. Um, that's what textbooks are for. Um, some of them are weather related, and some of them are just completely random. We like the random ones more because mm. get to know you a little bit better. So, and there, there's going to be follow-up. I'm going to warn you. There's going to be follow-up questions from oh, Ash. I know, sorry. You can't not too, ask a follow-up know. question. I just yeah, can't help myself. Yeah. I'm like, I have so many questions that he does. But anyway, but... I know. Okay, so let's get going. Your favourite season? Spring. Why? Don't, you have to tell us why. Why, why, why? Because everything is happening. The, 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 everything is growing. It's coming back to life. It's starting to get a bit warmer. The days are getting longer. You know, you've, you've got colours and smells of stuff and wildlife's getting active. Everything's happening in the spring. FYI, for reference, it's my favourite as well because you can basically get all of the seasons in spring. Oh, it's amazing. You, and there's, like, there's, so, you can get snow, frost. Yeah, there's so much weather going on. You yeah. know, it's like the sun's waking up and saying, here, have some heat, do what the hell you want at this yeah. and it sits back and watches it all go to pot. It's great. Yeah. A few months ago, I said that mine was autumn, which it mm. is. Mm. But recently... I've been going out on a lot of like nature walks and I've been listening to the birds and seeing everything grow. And I think maybe it's the lockdown that's, that's made me slow down. And I yeah. actually notice spring more because before spring, well, winter into spring is a really busy time for forecasting. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. And so I think maybe because I've been allowed to slow down, I'm mm. actually thinking I may be moving to team spring. <laughs> yes, Gemma. I think I might be doing it. Yes, Gemma. I it, didn't think it was possible, but I think I love you a little bit more now. It's oh, <laughs> I think I love spring a little bit more as well. <laughs> you, you guys, um, it's just that sort. It's that. It's that. It's you're absolutely right. The sort of slowing down of the last last twelve months has really made me appreciate small things a lot more. Mm-hmm. The kind of things you'd normally just walk past, or the kind of questions that you wouldn't normally ask, you suddenly find yourself thinking, "Oh, I wonder what that is doing that for." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, me too. Maybe we just need to just continue to just take things a little bit more slowly and just, just appreciate chill. what's around us. Yeah. Mm. Do you have a favourite cloud? I do have a favourite cloud. Um, my favourite cloud is Alto Cumulus Castellanus. Oh, good yes. Shout. Yes. Good shout. Good okay. Shout. So it's, yeah. So, you know, not, again, not, not, a, not necessarily out there sort of choice. But it's um, you know if you see a little bit of cast in the sky, yeah. there's something interesting going on up there. Exactly, it looks yeah. weird. It doesn't look like a cloud. It doesn't look like it belongs there for mm. some reason. It's all angular and pointy, and 
Yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. A, it's a lovely precursor to maybe there's going to be a star. <laughs> Tea or coffee? Coffee. Okay. Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. Why? 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 Because it's friendly. Ah, oh, you don't find Twitter as friendly. People, people appreciate what you're doing, and 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 ninety nine percent of the time has something nice to say. You know, the amount, of, the amount of posts I've put up or pictures or photos and no one said, oh, that's rubbish. What do you put that up for? Whereas yeah. you can almost guarantee that, you know, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I still have a lot of time for Twitter, but mm. the, the, the two social channels for me are very different. Right. Yeah, you know, I agree. I, I think they are. Yeah, I, 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 I still put a few photos on, on Twitter, but most of that is kind of weathery bits and yeah. the old gag. That's it. Yeah, I think maybe with Instagram because people maybe it's just because they're they're scrolling more. So if they don't if they see a picture that they don't like, they just naturally just scroll past it and they don't yeah. read the caption. Maybe that's where it is because I know that I do that. I'll be like, oh, that's a nice picture. Mm, I'll read the caption. But yeah. if people don't like a picture, I don't I don't then sort of engage in it or look at the caption. I just scroll past it. Exactly. Whereas I think on in, on Twitter because it's more text based, maybe. Um, you're you're more inclined to read what's been written and then therefore you're more in like likely to engage in that way yeah mm. yeah i'm a big fan of instagramming and you just sort of work your way through i've got 20 minutes the best look at all those pictures that i don't need to look at but i probably should yeah I'd and then lucky. three hours later <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> i know i should have got to sleep i'm Oopsie. so tired <laughs> jammy dodgers or jaffa cakes jammy dodgers Ooh. okay how yeah. do you eat your jammy dodger I just in one, like, <gasps> like everyone else. Um, but Jaffa cakes that I, we are, funny enough, had this conversation yesterday, and they they're just disappointing. I, I, yeah, I agree. I like I need a, I need a bit of bite, a bit of crunch. I'm really upset my, with the both years right now. With my confectionery, and I think it, uh, a jammy dodger has both a biscuit element and a nice little bit of sweet jam. In the middle, I think you've summed that up very nicely, Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. If you were a fruit or vegetable, what would you be? If I was a fruit or vegetable, what would I be? I, oh gosh, maybe an apple. Okay. Is there a reason behind that? Well, apples are quite dependable, aren't they? I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but if you have an apple, you, you kind of know what it's going to taste yeah. like. And, you know, and, and, and most of it is, is really good and edible. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple of different varieties. You can make cider from them. You know, <laughs> the more the more you think about it, the more the ideal fruit is an apple. But in fact, you don't need any more fruits or vegetables, do you? Really, apart from an apple. Whereas an orange, to just you don't know what you're going to get, and you spend so much effort getting in there. It. I yeah, know you yeah. can't just pick up an orange and eat it. You've got to go through the faff of peeling mm. it. And all well, all you that. could, but. Oh, yeah, you could just eat it. Yeah. It would be disgusting. (laughs) If you wanted to. (laughs) So, yeah, an apple. Do you have a hidden talent? I can juggle. Um, I can do accents. Not impressions, but I can can do some accents. Do an Irish accent. Um, Which part of Ireland do you want to talk about? Dublin. Dublin. It was doing it just then. (laughs) Uh, You didn't even know it. (laughs) So that's it. <laughs> basically, can you do my accent? I don't want to do that because although it is the sincerest form of flattery, I don't want to offend you. <laughs> okay. 
um so uh, uh that's the thing so i, I can't i don't know I, which uh, which where where are you, where are you from in the Ireland? south side of dublin the south side of dublin so it's no it's it, it sort of fades in and out it's a very tricky one because there's, there's there's some things about it is a bit of a tricky one actually because no matter who i've been working with the amount mm. of years i've been working with them and if they try and mimic my accent it always comes out with something from the 1890s from cork you know yeah exactly like, and to be sure to be sure love it love it or hate it it's sort of for me that's the kind of mrs brown's boys sort of well, area yes that is yeah but we haven't got to talk about that one. Mrs. Brown's boys sounds like my nana. Hello there, Mrs. Brown. How's it going? That is my nana. Right. She's got a very deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> she's a rich, she's proper job, proper job, proper job. There you go. So you can do accents and you can juggle any other ones? Uh, That's a lot of here. I don't even think I have a talent. Have you ever thought about doing a broadcast in an accent while <gasps> juggling? That's yes. good. Just throwing out the the, uh, the challenge there to you, Charlie. If I wanted to get sacked immediately, um, yeah. that's a good way of going. Oh, no, I, I have thought about it. You could do one for social media. You wouldn't get I, yeah, that. I, I have. I have thought about it. It has been done. Has it? But juggling. Who did it? No, the forecast in a different accent. Yeah, but you're going to add the juggling as well. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. The juggling hasn't both been done. at the same time. Oh my gosh. So I've got to remember a weather story. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I can only juggle three things in any way. I can't, I'm not one of these. That's impressive. I can't do, I can't do any other number. I can juggle one thing. Right. Yeah, me too. Well, so you, you can throw something. Before up and down. <laughs> um, uh, I have could to throw be... one from each hand to the other. But that's yeah. um, I, I could do a pretty good impression of Kermit the Frog. Ah, great. So you need to do Kermit the Frog juggling yeah. in yeah. forecast. Okay. That's a Imagine challenge. Yeah. We'll be looking yeah. out on social media for that. Yeah. You'll be looking for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all the time in the world. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm very patient. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? I've got a couple of more, a couple of more questions. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you could invite one person to dinner, who would you invite? They can be of this world or have left this world. I... Um, it's always been Dame Judy Dench. Oh, yes, that's good, good choice. Yeah, because I just think she's amazing, and I would happily talk to her for. I don't think the, the feeling is mutual, but I would happily talk to her for weeks. <laughs> uh, I just think she's fascinating yeah. and hilarious, and you know, yeah, she is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Two more questions. Okay, okay. the first one is very random: fingers for toes or toes for fingers. Oh, God, you said quick fire. This is the opposite. I know, we shouldn't call it quick fire. We should call it. I know, quick, I did think we should change it. <laughs> with long answers because well, it, it wasn't originally. <laughs> it was originally a quick fire, but the more we do it, the more you can't help. Yeah. Well, I've got, um, fingers for toes. Yeah. I think that's the logical. Yeah. 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 Because, sure. you know, you've, you've got to look at these things on the end of your arms and do mm. stuff with them. If, if yeah. they were sort of weird, sort of short, stubby, ingrown it would be hard you, uh, yeah i think so whereas i think it'd be quite useful to be able to pick things up with your feet yeah i love the way that all of your answers have been very logical and you've really thought them through and you've explained them really well <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I haven't even uh, asked that many questions <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know what to say 
I, yeah, I definitely don't spend all my time thinking about this thing at work. <laughs> That's for sure. But our final question that we like to pe- ask people in our not so quick fire round is one thing you wish everybody knew about the weather. That it's three dimensional. And I, it's, it's the hardest thing sometimes to try and get across. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, especially for what we do, as I've mentioned before, you just look at it from the top down. You know, it's, it's just, it's flat, isn't it? Mm. But actually when, you know, when you look up at a, a cloud and you sort of think, oh, why is that one different to that one? And, and how come that cloud's going that way, but the other one's going the other way. And, you know, or you see a difference in the morning from bright sunshine to a little bit of cloud, then a little bit lower, a bit thicker. And then by the evening it's raining. And, you know, so that sort of thing. And, and trying to, I'm just trying to get, trying to, trying to figure that out. It's hard, isn't it? You only have like, let's say one minute or one, yeah. minute or one and a half minutes to, go from today tomorrow the next day and and maybe an outlook and it's and over an area so it is exactly and and challenging the 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 way i think about it is that to try and not make excuses for why it's difficult to forecast the weather but to just to try and say why it is just literally why it's difficult is for that Mm. reason you've got this this area and you're looking at weather for that area but actually you've got to take into account the weather throughout the entire sort of first chunk of the atmosphere and what might be happening there, and then how that spreads out across the rest of the UK and what the influences are there, and then the rest of the Northern Hemisphere, say, oh, it's, it's, en- it's endless. It is endless, yeah, literally. And then it's the universe, and then galaxies. <laughs> no, and then, you know, so it's, but the whole, yeah, the whole, it's, 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 it's fiercely complicated. I think I try yeah. not to think about that too much, otherwise I just, I would lose the power of speech. So yeah, 3D three, three atmosphere, atmosphere. I like that, it's a good take home mm. message. <laughs> thank you on next week's educational podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. we do also like to leave as well so thank you charlie for not so quick fire quick fire right we mm, really need to change the name we're going to change the name we're going to have to change yeah. it to Let's brainstorm some new names yeah i think it's time to change sometimes somewhere between quick and slow a moderate fire <laughs> yeah so, normally in our podcast too we like to explain a little something about the weather but we're going to ask charlie to do it today so Charlie, we've had a little bit of a weird May. So this podcast has been recorded in May. And this time last year, we were actually basking in the sunshine. Mm. Granted, we were all in lockdown, but we were basking in sunshine. So, you know, I think it's normally a little bit warmer. This actually weather at the moment reminds me of an Irish summer where you keep thinking it's going to get warmer. (laughs) You know, you you get these hints of like longer days and little sniffs of humidity. And then it's still just raining and it's still just on and off, you know. Yeah. Normally at this time of year, we possibly have already had a little bit of a warm spell. Mm. People love to go to the beach. Yes. It can be a lovely balmy day, hop into the water and it's freezing. So do you want to explain a little bit about, about that? Tell us, tell us about the temperature of the oceans and the seasons. Well, things heat up at different rates and it tends to be kind of difference between solid, liquid or gas in that way, just because of the way the molecules can move around and vibrate and move against each other in relative ease or relative difficulty. And the atmosphere, as we know, heats up and cools down over a 24 hour period, sometimes to crazy limits, but the sea doesn't do that so much. And it takes a while for the the heat from the sun to kind of get in there and start to jumble up all the molecules in that liquid and, 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 and make them um, kind of move around and, and retain that heat and, and warm it up. So there's, there's often a lag. And also the sun isn't that strong when you get to the first part of the year. So you'll find that 
although it feels really nice and warm and you get those long days and you start you know wearing less layers and then you go down and dip your toe in and actually realize that the seasonally 10 degrees it's uh, yeah it's, it's it's a bit of a shock but you just need those longer days you need the strength of the sun as we head through summer and because it takes longer for the heat to kind of permeate the liquid you'll find that the sea at its warmest generally during the autumn when perhaps you don't fancy going for a swim because it's probably <laughs> raining at about 12 degrees. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird one, isn't it? You know, those sort of nice long summer days, I'll just take a quick dip. My, cold, my yeah. goodness, it's cold. Yeah. yeah, so with about a three month lag, you know, between each season. So it's almost mm. like it's actually winter in the ocean and then yeah. in the summer, it's the spring and then in That's the right. autumn, it's the summer and then the winter. Yeah. So it is. So it's actually the best time to go for a swim if you're looking for a little bit of heat. And we talk about a little bit of heat. It's nothing, nothing tropical, but about 17 degrees actually down where you are is around September, October time. September. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a lovely time. North yeah. Devon, early September. Yeah. Still wear a wetsuit though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was such a privileged lot, aren't we? We're like, I must wear my wetsuit. Where is my wetsuit? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, no, I, I'm a wuss when it comes to to, to yeah. water and temperature. Yeah, I need, I need to have some sort of creature comforts. So. I think when you have kids, though, it's great to have a wetsuit because they, my mind just love the love water and mm-hmm. um, they just get so cold so quickly, don't they? Yeah, so. oh God, exactly. And they, they you gotta they, have a wetsuit. They don't realize until it's too late, you know, and then. Oh. No, I know. Or, or neither do you. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Oh, one of those get a cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I feel left out. I need to go and buy a wetsuit. I don't have one. I don't really yeah, have yeah. one. Missing out. If you're going well, to I don't live anywhere near the sea, do I? <laughs> no, but if you're going to go holiday in the UK, you're going to do any wild swimming or anything like that. Yeah. Get a wetsuit. Just well, you don't need a big one. It's just enough to keep it just to, just so you can have forty minutes, basically. Well, you, you, know? you want a wetsuit that fits you. So if you're wet, yeah, I'm about too... to say I don't. It might not need to be a big one, but you meant <laughs> you meant the thickness. Yeah, dad gags. Um, I didn't hashtag, even cut not. Hashtag lols. What are you talking about? Um, like yeah, but what, two, what about three male is perfect? Yeah, what about? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have extra, extra, extra large, please. Um, what about what about your um your London Lido Lidos? They're not all heated, are they? So no, they're not. And but you would, you would be seeing goodness, Deborah in a website, They yeah, no, loads of people do. Oh, um, right. Yeah, they. Boy, do they cool down quick, Oof. really yeah. quick. So they actually do, they're probably, oh, there's probably only a couple of week lag in the temperatures with, with most of them. There are some heated ones outdoors, but once October comes, even September, Ooh, you know, the days already, you know, kind of, kind of accelerating, getting shorter, you know, it's yeah. so shallow, like the water, you know, the, the heat capacity of swimming pool. When you've only got a filter going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's a new therapy now, isn't it? Going for a swim in, in cold. Yeah. We all know that it releases sort of, uh, yeah, really there's, good, there's you a, know, it's uplifting to go for a cold swim. And, and so a, not, not everybody wears them, but. There's a, there's a formula as well, isn't there? Isn't it something you're only supposed to go in for the amount of minutes that the air temperature is or something like that? Is oh, that I don't know. I've or, never or heard water that. temperature. Probably worth reminding it, whether it, it's water or air temperature. Like, <laughs> surprise you probably surprise it here considering that even in the coldest parts of the world like in the arctic and stuff the mm. water temperature is between you know three and four degrees yeah um in a lido it can easily go down to five or six degrees oh my god very 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 quickly you know within old for me in two weeks it could drop yeah. you know just have a shower yeah but so i just yeah. gonna get in the bath it's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't need a wetsuit for that it's fine <laughs> well you could 
if I wanted to. I'd have to go and buy one first. So yeah. I might just leave it. It's a bit like eating an orange without peeling, isn't it? You know, it's exactly. a lot of things you could do. But we're not going to do it. Well, I'm not <laughs> going to do it. <laughs> what are we talking about? This is what this happens is what on this happens. podcast, oh, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You have all the best intentions, and it just goes just off in the most random yeah. direction. Yeah. And on it that, mixes it, it up. <laughs> <laughs> also gives me and Gemma ideas for other podcasts as well. We're like, <laughs> should talk to somebody about yeah. that. If you're listening to this podcast and you've enjoyed our random ramblings we would love it if you would subscribe rate and review our podcast and share it far and wide with anyone that you could think that would maybe like to listen to it also you can find us on instagram we are for the love of weather on twitter we are the number four love of weather and we're a bit unhappy about that one we just like to say that as well it just didn't fit anything's 15 characters didn't work i know we We've accepted it now, but we have. But if people wanted to find you, Charlie, where can they find you on social media to follow you? Ah, the uh, the the handle, as I'm sure the young people will tell me, is it's called is at ITV Charlie P. Is that for on, both Instagram and Twitter? That's on both. That's on both. And on that note as well, Charlie, thank you so 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 much for giving yeah, us up your time you. this evening we massively appreciate it so thank you from both of us well yeah, thanks for having me i thoroughly enjoyed that thank you it's like a little um, university reunion for us i know i know i know we still haven't figured out who knows who better. Where, the, where the game is where's the game where's exactly. the weather game Guns, that's the question honestly. that's come out of this podcast where yeah, is that the weather, weather game, game? <laughs> i definitely definitely didn't sell it to hamley's <laughs> if you're raking in the money behind my back i will not be happy uh, i need a wetsuit <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it needs to be bigger than two mil <laughs> yeah yeah gosh oh anyway thank you everybody if you've listened and you've managed to get to the end of the podcast we hope you leave this episode loving the weather just that little bit more thanks for listening bye bye